the most amazing thing happened to me last week. And when I picture it and what it looked like visually, at least initially, it did not maybe look like an amazing thing. Maybe it looked like an excruciating thing. As we all know, sometimes to get to a breakthrough, you not need to explore breakdown territory. And that's what sort of happened with my therapist. It was funny because I almost walked in there with the energy of, I'm going to break up with you. <laughs> and she sensed it or I don't know what, but immediately she jumped into, how are you feeling about our work together? What's coming up for you? And she could sense my resistance and my frustration. And I was very frustrated. And to her credit, she could have taken an easy path, but literally she said something like, you're paying me for, you know, to help you. And I know you don't want to do this activity, but it's my duty to tell you to that. I think this is what we need to do. And the style of therapy is like very somatic, very body based. It's not like so much talk therapy. It's like a lot of strange, weird body based things. Um, like hitting with mallets and flaring on padded mattresses and yelling and screaming. And it's like moving energy that's trapped inside you. Okay. It's called radical aliveness or core energetics. And I was very resistant, but kind of got to a place of what, I've done to this point has trapped me here. So I need to do something different. So I very reluctantly agreed to do the exercise. And I'm not going to get into all of the details of this exercise, but it's basically me on this mattress flaring, fl flare, flaring my arms and legs, making noise, moving energy. And then at a certain point, there's some pressure placed on my body that allows the potential for an emotional release. And it's a lot more than that, but I'm going to leave it at that for the purposes of our conversation here. And by the end of it, I was just bawling. And it's very, very, very weird for me. I never have an experience like that. And there was something about the process that put me so deep into my body that allowed me to release my brain trappings and, you know, walls. And I just released. And it was loud and big and emotional. And there was sadness but what's so interesting at the tail end of each moan, there was pleasure and joy and laughter, which surprised me. I left the experience. I came into the experience with a tremendous amount of anxious energy, really anxious, having a hard time sleeping, just did not feel safe. That's the truth. I didn't feel safe. 
not because there's some sort of danger, not because there's some sort of crazy thing happening. It was just a feeling of unsafety. And it took me a long while to just know that that's what I was feeling. And I walked out feeling so light and so safe. Ironically, this big emotional experience with physical pressure and pain, there was pain, physical pain that got me to a place of lightness and ease and pleasure. And I think in that moment, I truly released and cleared some sort of energy that was stuck inside me. And like most things, especially most like moments of transformation, it's not just a single thing. It's been years of working with this therapist and decades of working on myself. But what's important with those big emotional experiences is to integrate it. And so I reached out to the nearest and dearest people to me and I, I, I explained to them what happened because I wanted to understand it for myself and process and integrate it at a deeper level. And that was very helpful. And then my, my, my partner, Jen was so amazing because we had like two nights of just such incredible conversations about what was going on, what was happening. And she just held space in this non-judgmental way that allowed me to like say things that I've never said before and feel things and let go of things. And so Monday was the therapy session. Monday, Tuesday were these conversations with Jen. And then on Friday morning, before I made the artist morning podcast, or sorry, the artist morning meditation for the group, one, I woke up late, which is unlike me, especially on Fridays when you know, I got to make this meditation. There's like 30, 40 people waiting. And instead of like panicking and rushing, I just kind of made my coffee and sat there and put this song on that I'm going to share underneath um, by this uh, artist, uh, Alfred Allman, I believe his name is. And it came on. And I listened to it like 10 times, even though I was like, and I, and I encourage you to listen to the song and read the lyrics, which I will leave underneath this post. Because if you're a creator, if you're an artist there, I think that the core of what they are talking about in this song, even though the song is essentially about birth like an infant, you know, uh, being brought into this world. But really what they're talking about is any creative birth. And so I, it's just like almost like spoken word poetry talking about how as we grow we outgrow our space. Yes, that's true for an infant, but I think that's true for all of us. We outgrow our home, this place that was so comfortable for us. And now it is uncomfortable. 
world, especially if you're trying to birth things and create things that aren't in this 3D world yet, can be scary and chaotic and violent, especially in that moment of birth. And a child probably thinks in that moment, this is it. This is the end. This is death. And of course, they are surprised to find out that this is just the beginning. Those words are taken from the song. But that last sentence of this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is just your beginning. Just kept echoing and echoing and echoing until I'm standing at my counter with my coffee, running late to make this meditation. And I just start crying and laughing and crying and laughing. In that moment, I was able to see this illusion of life. It's just the beginning. And there's something about the last couple of months where I've been working on this, the biggest creation I've worked on an online course called Selfie Like a Pro that takes the best of everything I know from 600,000 photos of people all over the world to tens of thousands of photos of myself, selfies over the course of the last seven years, you know, not for social media, just for my own spiritual development and self-love and self-expression. You know, selfies truly have been one of the most spiritual things I've done. I know it sounds crazy, but it truly, truly is. And so I've made this online course and I've opened my heart up and poured so much into this course. And anytime you do that as a creator, as an artist, I, I have to believe it's scary. The wider you open your heart and the more of yourself you show to the world, I got to believe it's, it's scary. You know, will I be accepted? Will anyone care? Is this important? Does this matter at all? Will people come? Will people care? Will people abandon me? All this stuff kept like just kept coming up. And Jen said something to me about like, yeah, how we, what comes up for us in our businesses and in our creative projects is what's coming up for us in life. And that like all the pieces started to come together as I sat there at the counter drinking my coffee, realizing that all of this was happening for me. On the surface, it looks like a, a course, a business, a coffee, a song. And I'm like, whoa, I could see all of this, that there was a part of me that for whatever reason believed this is it. This is the end. I know that sounds dramatic, but I bet some of you can relate. I bet you can relate that that idea of expressing yourself, whether it's an online course or a book or a social media post or asking someone out to a date or saying, I want to have a kid or have a house or whatever it is, that act of creation it could feel like everything's going to come undone. And of course, that's a projection from something in the past, a moment where we did not feel safe to create. 
And in that moment, I realized that maybe the intense feelings associated with creation can come all the way back to our first moment of self-expression when we came out of our mother's wombs and into the world and thought, whoa, this is it. This is death. And so there's an imprint in all of us when we're birthing something for the first time, unfamiliar territory, uncharted land that connects us to this is it. This is the end. This is death. But that last line in that song is so important because we are always surprised that this is just the beginning. You are just beginning. And so I made a meditation out of that transformative experience. And the next 60 minutes after I stood there with my coffee crying and laughing, I came up to my station, I opened my heart, and I just let it all come through. And I made a meditation that I think people like, but it didn't even matter because that meditation was for me and my healing. And in the journaling part of Artist's Warning, I spent three pages talking to baby Darius, loving him, letting him know he is safe. He is so safe. I've got him and I've always got him. And so I just wrote to him. I've never wrote to baby Darius before. And I held him and I loved him and I couldn't stop thinking and laughing. And, you know, I've been safe this whole time. This is the safest I, I've ever been actually. But there's this programming of this is not safe. It's not safe. And I was able in that moment to wash it away and clear it out because I went all the way into it. All the way in. Huh. And so for this week since, 10 days since, there's been so much joy and rootedness and it's almost unprecedented because I keep telling myself I am safe I've been safe for a very long time and although there are moments in every creative project where it feels like this is the end this is death There's a voice that continues to echo in my head, reminding me, this is just the beginning. The last thing I want to say is, in that moment where I was laughing and crying, listening to the song, 
reminding myself of, oh my God, you silly man. You have been safe for so long. All of these ends, they're just beginnings. I kept having flashes of my beloved aunt, Shala, who passed away two years ago. Of her last days on that hospital bed. And in those flashes, I knew that even when it's the end, the literal death of our human bodies, it's still just the beginning. 